Welcome to our Portuguese Table Podcast. I'm Maria Lott, and these are in Green Bean. And I'm Angela Samoz, and we're just two chicks dishing about Portuguese food, culture, and what it means to be Portuguese. So grab a glass of vinho or um copo de café and join us as we talk about our favorite foods, reminisce about growing up Portuguese, and interview some of our community's most successful chefs and food writers. So, so sit down, down at our Portuguese, Portuguese table. Hi, everyone. Welcome to our Portuguese Table podcast. I'm Maria Lawton. Angela, where well. are you there, honey? I'm here. You're there. <laughs> <laughs> You're there like, hello. Um, now, we have a real special guest today. His name is Stephen. Stephen, come on in, honey. Hi, everyone. And introduce yourself and what you do, because I know right. what you do, but we want our listeners to know. Okay, perfect. I'm Steven D'Souza. Uh, I am the founder of Portuguese Pride. It's an online community, uh, basically where people can tell their stories about what it means to be Portuguese. Yes, I love that page. Love it. And I know you're up in Canada, correct? That's right. Yeah, we're based a. in Vancouver, Canada. In a. Vancouver. <laughs> you're supposed to say A after everything, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm up in Canada, eh? Oh, no. great. <laughs> we're, we're not going to do A's after everything, are we, Steve? Uh, no, contrary to popular belief, uh, we don't say A after everything. <laughs> <laughs> but I can do it if it makes if it makes it for no. a better show. No, <laughs> no, no. No, no I, I know that. I mean, I love it. I, I love exact. I love everything you do about that page, and I think it's um it's something that's of course dear to my heart, and I know it's dear to Angela's heart too. And that is being proud of who we are, and that is being Portuguese. Um, and I know that you have all of these wonderful people in the community that you interview, and and they tell you how what they what it means to be Portuguese. Yeah, that's right. No. We had a re we had a really good uptake uh, recently over the past couple of years since the page started of people who just voluntarily wanted to share their story, and it's it's really special to be able to uh, have a platform for them to do that. How did you start your page? What was the impetus for getting it going? Uh, yeah, the, it was it was just that it was I I felt as a a Portuguese person living in a community where I live just outside of Vancouver, so in a suburb called Richmond, and there just isn't there isn't a strong Portuguese community, and I always felt that I needed I needed that voice to express my pride and to talk about my culture that I didn't have here, so I thought, hey, let's you know let's try this online. Let's uh, you know it was it was a very modest beginning. We had maybe 10, 15 followers, and we're now, you know, upwards of 10,000 if you count all our, our social networks. And yeah, it was just that. It was to create a platform for people to have a voice, uh, people who felt, you know, they needed to say something, and, and maybe in their own community that wasn't the case. And this uh, online platform gave them the opportunity to, uh, to do that. Mm -hmm. That's wonderful. You know, you're, you're right there on that. And I think we're where Angela and I thought of starting this podcast was for the same thing. And that is there are so many Portuguese that live in so many different communities. And, you know, it's almost like no matter where we are, we can all be connected 
somehow, whether it's through social media, through this podcast, through your page, and then we are still part of that community. We're not, you don't feel like you're that far away from it because we're all in it somehow connected uh, Mm -hmm. through our culture, through our traditions. So it kind of brings everybody even closer together. That's, That's how I see it. That's right. Yeah. yeah, definitely. And and I mean, if you just look at our special guests, I mean, those are stories that we highlight, uh, especially usually uh, Portuguese professionals. Just if you look at the range of, of special guests that we have, uh, it's it's really telltale of, of the different types of Portuguese people out there. So we have, you know, artists, we have uh, authors, we have TV anchors, we have cooks, we have comedians. Uh, we have people of all ages, uh, men and women, and really just covers a broad range of, of people so that our followers, uh, no matter where you're from or who you are, can relate in some way to these special guests. Absolutely. Now, where where is your family from originally? Uh, my family is from a small village called Fontlonga, which is uh, near Carazeta de Aciens. So I guess the major city that you could say is closest uh, would be Braga. It's in the north there. Yeah. Yeah. Who came over for, who who was uh, your parents or so, or your grandparents? So it was my parents. My my parents immigrated here 41 years ago and I was born here in Canada. Okay. And did you ever go back or was it something that you, you know, visiting family back there again? Yes, definitely. Uh, my parents have always made it a priority uh, to keep our culture strong within our family. I've been there three times in different stages in my life. And I am hoping to return next year as well and hoping to do a special on Portuguese pride of my travels. So that'll, that'll be fun. Oh, that's cool. awesome. Yeah. And, uh, but yeah, definitely in our family, it was always very important to keep our culture strong. And, and, and that's why we, we visited uh, as much as we could. Mm. So one thing that you have on your on your Facebook page, I actually wasn't able to look at your website for some reason, but I love the Tattoo Tuesdays. <laughs> so, and you also have like Share Your Rooster with us. And it's Rooster Sunday. Rooster Sunday, right. yes. Yeah. So I want to, I would love to know how the Tattoo Tuesdays got started. And then for the roosters, you know, I, I, I work with a, a company in Portugal for my, my day job. And when I told yeah. them that, Every Portuguese American, in your case, Portuguese Canadian, has a rooster in their house. They didn't believe yes. me because they're like, oh, we're going to go show you the store. And like I had never heard of the Barcelos rooster. And I said, oh, you don't understand. We we have roosters all over our house. Like everybody has a rooster. You're not Portuguese if you don't have a rooster in your That's house. That's correct. And they yeah. were like, no kidding, no kidding. And so I had to send them pictures of my roosters because they didn't believe me, right? So I love seeing all the different roosters. So I, I would love to know how those two things got started. Definitely. Well, uh, you know, that's the beauty of, of having this social network and having so many people from around the world, because it was really the followers who started both of these trends. Um, one, one day, like, for example, Tattoo Tuesdays, one day a, a follower just posted their tattoo and I shared it. And the response was unbelievable. There was hundreds <laughs> and hundreds of comments, people posting their tattoos, comparing tattoos, uh, people taking ideas saying, oh, I'm going to get this tattoo next. And, and yeah. that's where it was born. I had, I had like probably three months of worth of material in, in one post. It was unbelievable. Wow. All from tattoos. That's right. 
And the roosters, I mean, that's a no-brainer, right? Like you said, every Portuguese, no yeah, <laughs> every Portuguese has a rooster in their house. So why not share that with everybody? That's right. <laughs> yeah, there are some beautiful tattoos, um, and the variety is is great. Because sometimes you think of, oh, you just have the the flag or something, but people have gotten really creative. It's kind of cool to see. Yeah. For oh, those that are listening, again, this page we are talking about is called Portuguese Pride, and it's Portuguese Pride Community, and it is out of Canada. There is someone else out there who is saying Portuguese Pride Community. There's a, there's a, there's a few of other ones. Did you know that, Steve? Oh, there's a ton. Yeah, I did. Yeah, <laughs> we, we have our competitors. <laughs> They're not but, supposed uh... to use the same name, you know. Yeah, I know. I was, uh, I was. I'm surprised uh, Facebook let that happen. Well, it was funny actually because there was, there was when I started, there was one other group uh, called Portuguese Pride, but it was before when Facebook didn't have uh, pages and it was kind of just a uh, an informal group, and it had really been inactive for I think a couple years. Huh. So I had uh, actually offered them to, you know do a joint venture, but they weren't interested. So I started my own and, and, it, and it took off from there. But now I'm noticing more and more that uh, yeah, other that other should, groups are trying to mimic. Not, yeah, that should not be happening. Like there's one with 21 likes, you know, they just started or 14 likes that just started. Exactly. I can't believe we're talking about the community page that has over 8,000 uh, likes on it, folks. So that's the one you want to go to. Um, that's the one we're talking about right now. And that is the original one that has all of these um, wonderful stories on, like uh, Stephen said, on some authors, some musicians, just just wonderful, just wonderful stories. And it, some of them are really touching. Yeah. And, oh, um, definitely. Now, which can I – I know that they're all your babies because they're all <laughs> – were, you know, but was there one especially that touched your heart? Well, it's interesting. I mean, this is going to sound a little biased, Maria, but <laughs> but your story had just the most unbelievable response. Uh, I had I had just you know comments and messages coming like from all over the place because of your story. It really I, I could tell it really struck a nerve uh, with the Portuguese community, especially the Portuguese women community. Just unbelievable, and you see that with your page and and the work you've done. I mean. Uh, it's just phenomenal, and I hope you continue doing what you're doing because it's it's really inspiring, and and it's I'm not just saying that I I, I saw it firsthand from the comments and messages I I, uh, I received. You're you're very sweet, and I'm gonna be very honest out there. I did not pay him to say that. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> I didn't, Angela. Honest to God. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. You know, it's. Uh, and I see it in you too, in the same way that you see it in me, in the same way I see it in Angela. We just love who we are and what we do deep down inside. And when you have that much passion and love for that, it shows. And right. um, and and that's it. That's it, folks. You think you can slab on a Portuguese Pride community page and just figure, okay, well, I'm gonna, you know, wanna. well, it doesn't work that way. It's um, it takes commitment. It takes um, it it takes love. It takes love to do it. Yeah, so. it, you do have to put in the work to maintain the side and and cultivate those uh, pictures for Tattoo Tuesdays and <laughs> and That's right. and Steve, I think you need to start a Food Friday. 
Oh, definitely. Yes. That's a great idea. And That's maybe a great idea. And maybe a wine Wednesday. Oh, nice. I'm going to write gotta this down. we got to get some food <laughs> elements going. Steve, you know, we... come on. you got to put the... We'll start writing this down. Repeat that again. Wine Wednesday. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> food. Food so Friday is perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I am curious. I am curious to know one thing. So, like, when Nelly Furtado hit the scene, I know how here in, in the United States, we were like, oh, my God, she's Portuguese. And we were just, like, beyond ourselves. But the fact that she was Canadian, I mean, how... How did the community respond there that one of your own has made it, I mean, in the biggest way possible, right? Yeah, it's it's interesting because like for myself and I know from my sisters, um, she was a, a huge inspiration to us being Portuguese Canadian and being unbelievably successful in the music yeah. industry. But it's funny because when I do post about Nelly, uh, it's interesting the response I get because a lot of people actually don't approve of her or not don't approve, but they wish she would wear the Portuguese banner more mm. um, and that she doesn't acknowledge her Portuguese heritage enough, which is interesting because I think she does definitely acknowledge it. And you see yeah. that in her work. Um, but it's actually work in some of her songs. Yeah. yeah well, she, I, I, she had a whole album <laughs> called Folklore where she, you know, sang in Portuguese. I mean, what more do you want? Exactly. Yeah, I know. I was quite surprised actually by the response and um, yeah, but yeah, definitely like within, within our circles, she's a, a huge inspiration to Portuguese Canadians and just, just Portuguese worldwide. I mean, to reach that kind of success, mm -hmm. uh, I, I think is pretty much unmatched, uh, when it comes to, uh, Portuguese in, in terms of that kind of, uh, celebrity status. Right. And uh, obviously here in the United States, we have what, Katy Perry. Right. Right. Yes. Um, but she doesn't wear it at all. I mean, no, you no yeah. You know, and the same thing with Tom Hanks okay. and all these yeah, other people. Exactly. You're like, yeah. you know, why aren't they saying this is who I am? This is it makes it makes no sense to me. That makes well, no sense to me. I, I would say, you know, I don't know Tom or Katie at all, but I would say they're they're I don't want to say far removed, but like I think Tom is a, th a fourth Portuguese, and I think Katie oh, is it fourth? same. Yeah, so I don't think they have a ton, and so I don't know that they really grew up with it, right? And so. Mm. Um, that could be it, that they, it, it wasn't part of their identity, but because uh, we, I mean, anytime you see the word Portuguese on a TV show or you hear a song, you're like, Hey, there's, there's Portuguese. They did it. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, because it's so rare. So whenever we hear about somebody being Portuguese, we glom onto that, like, Oh, they're Portuguese. Did you know? Right. And I think all of us can name a hundred celebrities, you know, like uh, Brooke Burke. She's like an eighth Portuguese. Right. But Hey, yes. we're going to claim it. Right. Heck, I will claim that. Absolutely. <laughs> and so, uh, so I think that's, that's part of it. But I mean, I mean, we, we, I've been to a couple of Nelly's concerts and she's always been very gracious. In, in fact, she gave, uh, um, free tickets to Portuguese youth in the community to come meet her backstage and attend her concert for free. And then, you know, we took the flag and she grabbed the flag from us and put it on the stage. And I mean, she's very proud. I've never known her to not be proud of her heritage. So that's kind of disappointing that people are expecting her to tattoo the flag on her forehead or something. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I definitely agree with that, and I agree with your with your other comments there. Uh, we on Portuguese Pride, we used to do another feature called uh, Famous Portuguese. It was just called Famous Portuguese People, where mm -hmm. we would highlight exactly that. So Tom Hanks, uh, Keanu yeah, Reeves so is another one, mm -hmm. uh, Sean Paul, uh, uh, Katy Perry, like you said, and we would highlight what extent were they Portuguese. So you're right. So these these kind of celebrities are you know one fourth or one eighth, and they don't wear they don't wear the banner 
but definitely Nelly Furtado, I, I feel she does a, a great job in, in, in doing that and representing uh, her heritage. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Well, you know, for whatever it's worth, Nelly, there are those of us that out there, out there, we love <laughs> you and are proud of you. And we would love to have you as a guest on our show. So, yeah, so anyone out there I'm just that's putting listening, out there. we said the same thing about Meredith Vieira. Who's ever out there, you know, who can, yeah. knows Meredith, get her on. We can, we'd love to have her on. So she actually, I don't know if you know this, but Meredith did a special where she went to the Azores and, and met some of her family. She did. I heard I about guess. that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That was very cool. That's when she was on the Today Show. Yeah. You did that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Now, of course, at home now, now where your mom and your dad came from there, of course, you grew up with all the traditions, hopefully, uh, or some of the traditions they passed on to you, Stephen. And, mm-hmm. um. And we love to talk about because we are here at our table. We've we've you're now sitting at our table, Stephen. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Thank you. <laughs> and when you were growing up, what did that table look like? What what was that that typical Sunday lunch that your mom would make for you? Lots of food. <laughs> that pretty much sums it up. There was never a shortage of food in our in our household. You know, always leftovers. And yeah, she really kept the the culture alive through through her cooking and and you know using cooking traditional dishes and and yeah, always a feast. Uh, no one ever goes hungry at our house. If you're over, you're gonna be fed and you're gonna leave happy. Uh, actually, I, I did a, I did kind of a, a graphic for Portuguese Pride where uh, I have a, a stick figure going to a vase house, uh, and he's skinny and he's you know he's, he's he looks a little frail. And then I, and then I show another image where he's leaving a vase house and he's about six times bigger, and and, he, and he's got some cash in his hand. So I think that really sums it up uh, how Portuguese people treat treat their guests and uh, people always leave happy. Yes, isn't that the truth? Mm-hmm. Now, what, what was one of those favorite dishes she made? What was your favorite, hon? Uh, I, I'm actually a big fan of uh, bacalao. That's uh, that's one of my favorite dishes. And and as a kid, I didn't like it, but uh, I actually it's kind of acquired taste, I think. And now it's one of my favorites. Isn't that something? I was talking to someone recently who pretty much said the same thing you just said, and that was it took them a while to like the salted cod. They liked fresh cod, but the salted cod took them a while to get used to the saltiness, that briny flavor in it. Um, Isn't that funny? Because, you know, I just, I've always liked it. It's not something where I grew to like it. Like I grew to like olives. You know what I mean? It was like something, (laughs) you know, it was something like, oh, bakaya, oh, yummy, you know, kind of thing. But yeah, no, that's, that's wonderful. And the thing with money, I just, um, this thought came into my head for, you know, Halloween or Easter or any of that stuff, you know, you would always get money. (laughs) that's right you know you know you you wouldn't get candy you'd get dollar bills or a five dollar that's right yeah i was just talking about this with my mom we're gonna do the easter egg hunt for our daughter on easter and we're talking about how we're gonna put like coins and stuff in the eggs like not the chocolate screw that we're gonna put (laughs) quarters and you know stuff like that she goes yeah but even if you put the dollar bill you got to put a coin in so that it shakes it makes noise when you shake it (laughs) (laughs) that's great so do Um, you cook steve uh, i do not (laughs) i uh 
I'm, I'm embarrassed to say I'm more of a traditional Portuguese man in that sense. Oh, no. <laughs> and I have, my, I have my father to blame for that one. <laughs> are, you the, are you the only son? I am the only son, so that even, even more. So. Oh, uh, my God. Okay. All right. Now yeah. we know what we're talking about, Stephen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So now you have two women who are going to tell you you need to learn. You need to learn something, honey. You need to learn something (laughs) so that you can um, take care of yourself, (laughs) be able to cook. There may Um, not always be a cafe next door where you can go get some bacalhau, you know what I mean? That's right. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Because, by the way, you are very lucky where you are. I'm pretty sure you have um, a pretty good selection of Portuguese restaurants and cafes so you can get Portuguese food fairly easily. Yeah, definitely. In Vancouver, there's a very strong Portuguese presence uh, in terms of cafes and, and kind of little mini grocery stores. But it's funny, uh, it is changing more more and more. Um, I find uh, just because of the unaffordability issue in Vancouver, it is pushing a lot of uh, these kind of unique communities, including the Portuguese communities, pushing them east. So it is, it is, it's a changing landscape here. It used to be very strong when my parents first came here 40 years ago, but uh, it's definitely changing. It's, it's not the same that it was back then. Really? Hmm. Interesting. So the clubs are also, are they still big there, the Portuguese uh, community clubs, or is that going on the wayside as well? They're holding on. They're holding They're on, holding but it's, on. It, it's, it's not, it's not looking too good. Interesting. Yeah, well, even, even even more important to keep things going. Exactly. I think that's that's kind of what drove me. Uh, just, uh, you know, for me, especially growing up, I just wasn't... Uh, my, the Portuguese culture was there through my family. But outside of my family, I, was, I, never really, I never really achieved what I wanted to achieve in terms of being immersed in the culture. And that was another driving factor for me to uh, build this, this website and kind of social media platform as well. Mm. Now, are you married, Stephen? I am engaged to be married. Oh, congratulations. congratulations. Oh, you definitely need to learn how to cook so you can do that and help her out. I think that's a definite. We're going to have to have Mrs. D'Souza on soon that's to right. make sure that you're doing that. Don't we have to do that, Angela? We absolutely have to do that. Yes, absolutely. And well, um, the next time you go to next time you go to Vancouver, Maria, you're going to have to do a little private lesson. Uh-huh. I think I'm going to have to. I think so. Hey, our doors are open. Because <laughs> I was going to say, if you're married and you have children, you know, how are you going to be? Um, well, now that you are going to be married and, and God willing, one day, you know, you'll have you'll have children and you'll be passing it on. Now, will you be teaching them how to speak Portuguese? Well, it's interesting. Um, I think I think a lot of Portuguese might deal with the same kind of contacts that I'm dealing with. So for me, I'm, I'm not marrying a Portuguese woman. Oh. And um, I'm marrying. Uh, she's from she's from Hong Kong, so it's going to be interesting. I think it's it's a, it's very common, at least uh, around Vancouver, for it to have these um, kind of you know a mixed cultural marriages, right? And it's it's very common nowadays. Yeah. And it's going to be interesting to navigate that. And uh, I look at my sisters who are married to men of different uh, descents, and how to navigate that kind of. Um, you know, you have two competing cultures and, and how right. do you raise the children and, right. and you know, what's, what are you going to teach them? What, what, what uh, cultural values are going to hold on to? And it's actually, it's going to be quite interesting. And uh, I see that firsthand with my own family. 
I know I know with with Angela, uh, Angela is married to a Portuguese uh, mm-hmm. man. I am married to an English Irishman. Mm-hmm. And and it was easy when my parents were alive to be speaking Portuguese and f- to have my children be around um, mm-hmm. the Portuguese language because that's who I would be speaking to them always. I would be in Portuguese. But after they passed, it gets harder and harder. It just everyone's speaking English all around us. Mm-hmm. And my oldest can understand a little bit because she was older. She was 12 when my parents passed. But my, right. my little ones, they were too young and um, and the only Portuguese they do know is what they learned in school. So, and every time when we go to visit family in St. Michael, they speak English to them. <laughs> oh, interesting. Yeah. <laughs> because yeah. that's their second language there. So they're excited right. when we go there that they can speak English to them. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Um, so I I see it in in my own, even though I, I'm you know, the traditions I still keep in the family. And you'll still be able to do that, Stephen. You know, be able to celebrate what's important in the Portuguese community or in the Portuguese, uh, your heritage and, and your culture, at the same time bringing on the culture from your wife. Um, yeah, I think this I think this is a very interesting uh, topic. And even for myself, because I was born here. I'm not sure, Maria, Maria and Angela, if you were if you were born in the United States, but yes. for myself, uh, I was born in Canada, and my parents uh, they would always speak to me in Portuguese, uh, mm-hmm. and I would understand them perfectly. And for for a good chunk of my childhood, I would be able to speak very well. But now, after years and years have gone by, and and me responding in English, even if they uh, speak to me in Portuguese, I've lost. I've real. I've significantly lost. Um, the ability to have fluent conversations in Portuguese. It would all come back to you if you were totally immersed in Portugal. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. It would, Stephen. It would. Yes. Because I will tell you, I will tell you, so I I never took Portuguese class. I'm I'm actually third generation, Steve. So I was born here. My parents were born here and my grandparents were born here. So we never learned it growing up, really. Like a few words here and there. But I've learned just from the times that we go and everybody that's there, they can speak English a little bit, you know, and they understand it, but they, mm-hmm. you know, we actually prefer them to speak Portuguese with us. So by the time our trip is over, I'm totally not completely fluent, but I'm so much better. And so that's really how I've learned. And so absolutely immersion is, is the way to, to really pick up on it. So that just means you have to go to Portugal more often. Yes, yeah. Hey, that's a great reason. <laughs> <laughs> I'll try to use that one. <laughs> yes. Yes. You absolutely have to use that. I <laughs> love it. So now, with that page that you have, what other plans do you have in doing more with the Portuguese Pride page? Yeah, so um, you know, it's it is like you said before. It takes a lot of time and effort to um, oversee these pages. I'm sure you know you understand doing uh, your work. So we're really looking at different ways to kind of expand and and be more creative. So, like I said, like the. you know, the Rooster Sundays, the Tattoo Tuesdays, those are fairly, fairly new inventions. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and Fruit Fridays. And Fruit Fridays and Wine <laughs> Wednesdays, which are coming soon. Coming <laughs> soon. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think definitely one area we want to focus on is uh, as Euro that's coming up and, and following the Portuguese uh, team through that. People seem to love, you know, soccer just unites all of us. Uh, yeah. There's no such thing as a as a 
non-Portuguese soccer fans. So we're definitely going to focus on that and provide some good coverage. And then we really, I mean, I'll, I'll use this platform, if you don't mind, to uh, kind of just shout out to anyone out there who's a Portuguese professional uh, who wants to share their story. I'm, I mean, we have, we, we've, you know, let off a little bit on recruiting people because it is a, a very time-consuming process. Yes. Um, but hey, if you're there and you have a story, come to us and we'd be more than happy to share it uh, with and the community. And how can they get a hold of you, Steve? Uh, you can message uh, the Facebook group. That goes directly to me. Or you okay. can email uh, m dot portuguese pride at gmail.com that's the other that's all on the it's all on the facebook page um okay beautiful but yeah please please if, if you have a story to, to share uh, we would love to hear it and i love how your page what you have what it says under your page and that is support follow celebrate discover right. inspirational portuguese worldwide and express your portuguese pride and that's that's it. That's exactly it. We're everywhere, Steve. I mean, we are really the Portuguese are worldwide, and whatever we can do to keep us united, to keep us close, that's just a great thing. I I, I will share that with this podcast. Um, we've had amazing, just really wonderful feedback from people, and one of them particularly came in today, and that was from someone who lives out in, um, is it Kentucky, if I'm not mistaken. Mm. And she says, you know, there's no one. It's, it's her and her family. That's it. That right. she doesn't know anyone else who's Portuguese there. But by coming onto the page and by listening to us talk, um, and we, we're talking, we're telling stories of, you know, things that we've done. And she even says, I can hear you and Angela, and I know... Like, I feel like I'm with you guys and I feel so close. Like, you're telling my story as well. And this is That's great. so sweet. So it's like, oh, my God, this is this is what, you know, the, these, this is the reason we do what we do. Exactly. You know, this, you know so we, you can't get any better than that. You really can't. No, yeah, I couldn't. That's a that's a perfect example of of why why we do what we do. I mean, for myself, I, I that's why I started. I, I felt like. You know, I was surrounded by all these different cultures uh, in Vancouver, and I needed a voice. I needed I needed a way to express my Portuguese pride, um, yeah. and that story is exemplifies that. And that's why we're here. And anybody out there, if you're Portuguese, you're part of a community. We're all part of a community, and uh, we need to stick together and uh, share our stories. Absolutely, not only share our stories but support one another. Which, right. um, again, we're going to keep on saying that, aren't we? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we just very need important. to make sure it's very important. It's, um, you know, we need to take care of our own. And if we don't, who will? That's Who's right. going to do it? So, um, yeah, it is It is absolutely important. Now, I'm going to ask you one question also about food because we've got to put that in there all, every <laughs> once in a while. Now, what, now what did you, ha- like, let's say, what did you not like to eat at all? What were you given or served that you would, like, refuse to eat, hated to eat? Uh, in terms of Portuguese food, yes, I don't think yes. there's, I don't think there's anything I will not eat. I am, uh, even I'm a pretty, sorry. You'll, even tripas? E- oh, okay. Maybe you got me there. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. That's a good yeah, point. No, 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 no. We don't like that. 
<laughs> Although we're probably offending someone who is listening to this, going, "I love Threepish." Yeah. <laughs> my parents, my parents love love it. <laughs> yes, my parents would too, hon. My, you know, the, it's funny how. I think it's just a whole different culture, especially where, like, my my parents were born there. And, of course, I was born there. But, I, you know, I came over when I was six years old. And, but there, you know, and they brought all of that with them here was you never wasted anything. And when you, you know, had whatever animal, you you made sure you ate everything. <laughs> you know what I mean? It really is from like snout to tail. Isn't that what they call it now? Yeah. And uh, so they would eat the tripe. They would eat the the seepish. They would eat the heart. They would eat the tongue. They would eat, you know, it would be like all of that stuff. Whereas now you, I mean, I, I, would, I wouldn't eat it. So I'm, yeah, yeah no. Yeah. Mm-mm. Yeah. It's funny. And also not only will they eat everything, it's very simple dishes are very satisfying uh, to my parents and, and kind of the older generation. Uh, I'm not sure if there's a Portuguese name to it, but there's this dish my mom makes that's essentially just tomato sauce and rice. Uh, tomato and they rice. absolutely, tomato rice, exactly. And they absolutely love it. And I think it's just coming from that culture, you know, they weren't well, you know, they were, they came from a poor, poor family and, and that's what you had. But you and know that's what? what? You had to do I'm going to share something now, Steve. So funny, yeah. We had, Chef George Mendes, we had him on, yeah. and we asked him what was his favorite meal. Like if, let's say right now, if he had his mom making him something, what would that dish be? And now, get you, he has two uh, restaurants uh, that are like Michelin star rated. We're talking about high-end stuff here. Wow, We're talking yeah. about his cookbook. He has a beautiful cookbook called My Portugal. He he's just been announced. What was it that to, um, nominated for best one of the best chefs in New York City? Wow. And and his response was tomato rice. No tomato way. Rice. Yep. Yes, it wow. was. Yep. That was it. That was his thing because in his mind that was. His mom made that, and that's comfort for him. That's wow. You know, yeah. what I think is you know what I think is so I guess comforting to me. And and I first encountered this when I went on what they call those Encontro de Jovens. I don't know if you've mm-hmm. ever heard of that, yeah. where they the yeah. Portuguese government will basically you have to apply, right? But they bring uh, young people of Portuguese descent living in all these other countries. So Germany, France, Brazil, Canada, the U.S. Um, China even, or Japan, uh, Australia. So like they bring all of us together and you spend a week or two weeks in Lisbon and you have some workshops and stuff like that. And, you know, the people in my immediate community, I sort of expect us to have lots of similar experiences, right? And people, right. maybe maybe even other people in Southern California, because we're, Cali- we're still Californian, right? But when you meet somebody from another country that's Portuguese, that has some of the same experiences, it's just so mind-blowing to me that, and that I guess it's just another way to, to say that if you're Portuguese or you have Portuguese heritage, it doesn't really matter where you live. Exactly. <laughs> you, have, you have the same traditions that your, your parents or your grandparents brought with them, right? We all yeah. originated from the same place, right? So it does Absolutely. make sense that you know, whether you're living in, in Germany or the U.S., you're going to have some of the same experiences. But just to have it um, that it's maintained itself for yes. so long, 
yeah, it's, exactly. I don't know. It just always makes me smile. And kind of, like I said, it's kind of comforting when you meet somebody from opposite ends of the planet and you're still having the same experiences. And it's because yeah. that common thread is that you're Portuguese, you know? That's that's right. And I, I see that all the time with the posts that I do on, on Portuguese Pride. Sometimes I'll just do some, you know, for fun posts where I, I kind of poke fun at some of the aspects of Portuguese culture. And, and I kind of just go for it because I'm not sure, you know, it, like to mm -hmm. me, it's funny because that's how I was raised, but I'm not sure if, you know, a Portuguese person in Australia is going to find it funny, but it's unbelievable because almost everything that we post on there, people from all over the world uh, are laughing at the same thing. And it's because of yeah. that. It's because of that common link uh, of being Portuguese. Absolutely. Yeah, my, one of my favorite ones is uh, the, the stick figure going to Vovó's house and then the stick figure on the way back from Vovó's house yeah. and he's really fat and has money in his hand. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's, a, there's another one too that just came to mind. Uh, it'll be a kid running around the house and, and it'll have a North American mom. Uh, oh, sorry, the kid's running around the house and he stubs his toe and uh, they'll have a North American mom and the mom will say, oh honey, are you okay? And then I'll have the Portuguese mom, and the Portuguese mom goes, Bem feito. Bem feito. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the reception is unbelievable. Everyone just loves it. <laughs> because it's so true. It's so yeah. true. <laughs> That's exactly the way it was. <laughs> and you're right. I mean, you know what? I also think in, it's in our DNA. We, we have a different sense of humor. We really do. I think we do. I, I don't know. I, I just, I think we, we, we can laugh at ourselves, which is a wonderful thing. Mm -hmm. and and we can see the humor in it. I don't think when we're little we can see the humor in it, but yeah, when you grow right. up, <laughs> when you grow up and you look at it, you go, wow, that was really, you know, I grew up in a very funny home. <laughs> yeah, that's right. We, we had the one that's really popular out here is um, I'm, I'm not arguing, I'm just Portuguese, right? Yes, that's, I'm yeah. not yelling. I'm not yelling. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. <laughs> Great. So, so your your fiance is from Hong Kong. Does she like Portuguese food? Yeah, you know it's actually interesting, and I think this also speaks to the worldwide nature of of Portuguese. And you don't even have to be Portuguese because my my fiance, who is from Hong Kong, you wouldn't believe the amount of influence uh, Portugal yes, has had. It is. Uh, I mean, has. you know, of course, Macau, right? Uh, yes. A former colony. Yeah. Um, and it's it's unbelievable, like how much their cuisine has been influenced by Portuguese culture and, and Portuguese cuisine. Well, and it actually, you know, a lot of the things we, we can totally relate to each other, almost more so than someone from, you know, let's say like a sixth generation Canadian because of that influence that Portugal has had just all over the world. It's uh, but yes, yeah, she loves Portuguese food and um, it's great. I mean, I mean, I'm going to be a little biased here, but who doesn't love Portuguese food? You are correct. <laughs> Very true. And that's why we love you, Stephen. <laughs> this is it. You're absolutely right. And you're saying that, and I'm nodding my head because, of course, we're, we're just talking to each other. We're not here all in the same. We can't all see each other. But I'm just nodding my head up back and forth because you're absolutely right. Japan, you know, you've got tempura. Tempura is, is Portuguese. We are the ones mm -hmm. who, who introduced that um, to the culture. The thing of Macau, it's um, it's half the food that's kind of like a fusion of Portuguese is called Macanese. So right. there's a lot of things that they cook that has, of course, what they have available to them. But it's also infused with um, a lot of the same things that we eat. And that's also with bacalhau, 
They still have the salted cod. They do eat that. That's right. They yeah. do eat the uh, pastel de nata, which is, you That's know. That's right. They have that. They have their own yeah. version of that. And they have a lot of the same kind of different types of soups and the seasonings and the stuff that we have also. And um, so it's really it's really beautiful to see that, you see, know. It, go ahead. Was, I'm sorry. Was, no, 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 no. I was just going to say a funny story that here we have dance practice. Uh, I'm in a Portuguese folklore group. And so after dance practice, if we want to go find a place to eat, it's always – kind of difficult because there aren't a lot of places that are open, you know, after midnight, but we found this Chinese place. And so we go in and we're looking at the menu and there's Portuguese chicken on the menu. And we asked the waiter, we said, well, what makes it Portuguese? And he said, curry. And we all kind of looked at each other like, um, no, <laughs> but, yeah. but what he was probably referring to, it was maybe a, a Macanese dish, right? Yeah, Macanese, that's right. So um, so it's it's like you're saying, it's uh, it's funny how there's just been so many different influences uh, of, of Portuguese on different foods in the world. Absolutely. Well, this has been really fun. You know, I just... Uh, once again, Stephen, I'm so happy that you were able to take the time because I know, um, you know, it was very hard to get you. <laughs> yeah, you know, man. Uh, it might be a surprise to you, but the Portuguese pride thing is, is not my full time job. So oh, it's, I... uh, it's difficult, difficult balancing uh, working on that website and, 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 you know, still providing a living. So it's, oh, uh, I yeah, know. but I, I, it's I know, a pleasure to be like... here, though. Yeah. And, and, and thank you so much for inviting, for inviting yeah, me. And it's funny because Angela has her own full-time job that she does also. And I also do something that's completely oh. different from um, from just writing books and all of that stuff. So we absolutely understand um, how busy life can be. But in all that we do, we do bring along that Portuguese pride of ours. Well, I think that speaks to uh, speaks to how much our pride, how strong our pride is that we're, you know, still willing to do that after a full day's work and, and, and putting in that time to send our message. That's right. That's right. And let's hope our message is loud and clear. Yes. Well, thank you. We, thank you. We, if it's and, not, we aren't, you know, there we're loud enough. It should be. <laughs> yeah, <that's right>. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we do. It was great. It was great to meet you, Stephen. Congratulations on all your work, and uh, we look forward to Food Fridays and Wine Wednesdays, and uh, <laughs> and uh, we'll be contributing some of our own dishes, I'm sure. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Thank you well, so much for having me. I've really enjoyed this, and and keep doing what you're doing because it's just great to see, and and uh, you're just inspiring to all of us. Thank you. Thank you, Stephen. Thank you so much, hon. Bye bye now. All right, thanks. Bye bye. wasn't that sweet he's such a nice guy oh my god you know um i've only dealt with him just online and speaking with him with you know different things and stuff and i i just love his page and i love what he does yeah uh, it's really and, funny i actually didn't know about him until um you said that he was going to be on the show and, and i'm glad he did we have to um gotta we gotta get some some followers for him too absolutely the love. absolutely he's, he's got some good um, stuff he really does have some great stuff, and I did not pay him to say that about me. I, I wasn't even going to say anything that I was on it. Uh, but he had asked me, he, he just had sent me a message, you know, uh, asking me if I, you know, 
I'd like to be on. And what, and the question he had for me was what it meant to me, uh, being Portuguese. What Mm -hmm. did being Portuguese mean to me? Mm -hmm. So I just, I wrote back exactly what I, what I felt. And he, he put it up in his page. So I'm, I'm glad that it it touched a lot of people, which is, you know, that's that's great. great. That's a great thing. That's a great thing. Even more than Nelly Furtado, Maria. Wow. (laughs) I'm actually so, I have to say, I'm so disappointed when, when people, like, if you don't like her music, that's one thing, but it's kind of like there are haters just to hate, you know? Yeah. Unfortunately, you know, there's no need. There's no need. Yeah. You know, we wish people, and I really think in life, the best way to be is to just wish good on people and just wish them the best because, you know, wishing good and it, it comes back, you know, that's good. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. good energy. When you start being like, look at that. It's all negative and you don't want that around you. That's, it's well, not and good. The more, and the more successful people we have in our community, right? Whether the it's, better the, it is. And even at the national level or international and, you know, bringing awareness to the fact that, that Portuguese people can do and be what everybody else can be as well, you know? That's uh, right. So I, That's I, right. yeah, I totally, and you know, agree. and I see it as, look at that. Look at someone who's Portuguese. They've succeeded. Look at they're succeeding. How amazing is that? Yeah. They can do it. But watch the next person who's Portuguese who saw her perform and go, Oh, I'd like to be like her. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And absolutely. go for it. That's what you want. You want to inspire people. You want to, be positive. You want more people to do more good and to just get things, you know, all in being, being proud of who they are. Mm-hmm. But, you know, once you start putting negative stuff, it just, yeah. yeah we need, to, we need to, um, to, we need to do a better job of putting each other up and, yep. and boosting each other up and, and being, and celebrating the successes that are in our community, whether it's our friends, our family, or people we've just heard about or see on TV or whoever it is. Yep. You should celebrate it and be proud of it. Absolutely. I feel the same way as you. I think the one thing that we love, and being Portuguese, I can say this, is that we love to celebrate. And why not celebrate our own? Why not celebrate our own culture and just, I mean, just love it all? I mean, there's, there's nothing better than that. And yep. uh, it, and hopefully with all of you out there listening to this, and um, hopefully you can spread the word let everyone know uh, what we're doing. We also want to thank everyone out there um, who's been listening to our podcasts. Um, mm-hmm. We really appreciate it. We appreciate all your kind words. And um, I don't know, some of them are very touching. I, I really, I'm, you know, it makes it all worthwhile. It really does. And if you have any suggestions on people that we should be interviewing, you know, or you want to hear about a recipe or you have a story you'd like us to read or anything, you know, just let us know. Just let us know. Yeah, we're here for you guys. So uh, with that being said, I think it's time to say goodbye. Yep. Is it well, that time? Fun. I think it's that time. It is that time. It quickly goes by. It really does. Um, yeah. Thanks, everyone. Thank you for, um, for listening. And uh, until next time. Until next time, até a próxima. Até a próxima. (laughs) (laughs) Have a good day, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks again for listening to our Portuguese Table podcast. 
If you haven't subscribed yet, you can do so on SoundCloud or iTunes. And all episodes can be found on our website at www.ourportuguesetable.com. You can also reach us at feedback at ourportuguesetable.com with comments, questions, or suggestions. Até, Até a próxima! próxima.